I think one of the biggest tragedies that exists in, I guess, all of society today is people not actually doing the thing that they have in the back of their head. Years ago, I had an idea to start a podcast, and that led me down a long and winding road to producing celebrity podcasts, you know, being interviewed by celebrities that I've looked up to my whole life. And that's just the flashy side. Today, I'm talking about the grind. I'm talking about how you can do it. So if you're in a job that eh, you like, but maybe don't love, and you just want to get started on something, then this is the episode for you. My name is Sully. This is Bobcast, health, hustle, and hip hop. And today we're diving in to how to get started. I was the guy working the blue collar job, completely transitioned from working that job to working a corporate marketing job, and then starting my own business only in the span of two to three years. Now I'm full time with that business. Now, everybody thinks that they're going to be the guy with the cars and the watches and I don't know if you've been to a car meet before or seen videos of one, but it's a lot of dudes. And I think there's a misconception here between what people think they want and then what you get once you get those things. If you want to impress other guys, then do that. Get the cars and the Lambos and the watches and all that stuff. But if you want to actually build something for yourself that's your own thing that you control, regardless of anybody else's opinions or perceptions, then you're going to have to watch this video. If you're watching this, you may have seen videos from Alex Ramosi or Chris Williamson or My First Million or the countless other YouTube business mindset junkie videos out there. But there's one problem. You're at step one. You don't ask a brain surgeon how to heal a paper cut. Learning, trying to learn from people who are at step 10 is not going to help you at all in this process. Maybe you're from a small town like me, about 8,000 people, rural community. You're usually going to be a blue collar worker unless you go out to college and then move somewhere else. I escaped, but I did it through the internet. and We're going to get to that. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe you have blue collar parents who don't understand that there's another way to do things. There's another way to create wealth or make money other than just trading your time for the same job for four years. Or maybe your parents are super ultra successful and you feel like you have to fill their shoes, but their shoes just don't fit you and it just doesn't work. Now, let's look at the reality. If you want to be successful doing your own thing, running your own business, or at least leaving the job that you don't really like, It's not going to look like this. It's not going to have the flashy cars and the yachts and the rooftop decks and the designer drugs and all that type of stuff. Now, let's look at the reality. If you do want to be one of these guys, it's not going to be with the cars and the yachts and the rooftop decks and the designer drugs and the crazy Instagram stories. That's not going to be the reality. It's going to look a lot like sitting at a desk for a very, 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 very long period of time. And I know that sounds boring, but that's because success is boring. Success is not exciting. The outcome is exciting. Thinking about the outcome is exciting, but the success itself, the process, the grind, that shit's not exciting at all. It's repeating the same daily actions over and over and over and over again. So does that sound fun? (laughs) 
I hope it does because that's going to be part of what you're doing. Now, the people that you work for and the people that you've worked for your entire lives have grinded to create the thing that allows them to pay you. Somebody in the lineage of the business or the government or whatever you work within has taken that time to do the thing over and over and over and over again and basically has created something where they made enough money to be able to pay other people like you to help. And basically what you're doing is they're taking that time and they're taking that money and they're trading their money for your time. And that is employment. Now, coming back to it, I've done the math. I've spent over 130,000 minutes just on LinkedIn. I've spent over 2,000 hours on the platform. And in reality, I've probably spent around three or 4,000. That's a conservative number. For context, the average person spends three to four hours a day on their phone. If they just took one of those hours, 365 days, they would have an extra 365 hours in the year to pursue what they want to pursue. And I know this sounds crazy, but in reality, if you just took the 30 minutes in the morning, the hour in the morning, the 30 minutes at night, the hour at night, the two hours at night before you went to bed, whatever that is, you would be able to really build something on the side that you can then take to transition into a full-time job. This is extreme because it is extreme. Not a lot of people do this, not a lot of people succeed, not a lot of people even try, but that's what this video is about. I started with a MacBook and a dream. In 2018, I was lost, directionless, I was working a job as a mechanic, I really enjoyed it. I'm not here to put down any of the blue collar trades, wouldn't be here without them, but it was a job that I liked, but I found a better job that I loved, but I didn't know what was waiting around the corner for me, and neither do you. I liked my job, but I did things that I loved after work. I would come home and make podcasts like this, YouTube videos, music, etc. I would create art, and that's what I really, truly love to do, and I did it on the side. I started this podcast and this video series that you're watching today in my parents' garage. Since I've started, I've gained an audience of over 10,000. I have over 10,000 podcast downloads, and I have a business that has grossed over six figures since I started just a few years ago. On top of that, I met my mentors like Rob Deerdeck and Gary Vee. I got to speak to them and even do podcasts with them. This was a five-year journey sitting there every single day on the computer every morning. You can ask anybody that I know, and they will tell you that when they go on LinkedIn, I am all they see on the feed. That's because I've mastered the platform. This is not a video about LinkedIn. This is a video about you finding your own thing. This is a podcast about you trying to figure out what's the thing you're gonna do. And we have a few steps that you can use to do that. While I sat there, my friends bought and rented nice condos. They bought brand new cars. I drove the same car for six years, a Honda Accord with 220,000 miles on it, and I DJed over 350 events at night to pay my bills before I took even one paycheck from my business. This is to paint a picture of the grind, and it's not glorious. If anybody tells you that it's glorious, they're trying to sell you on a dream that's not true. The reality is the work is what is gonna differentiate you and get you to the next level. First, you're gonna to need to pick something. You need to choose something that you're going to invest your time in, basically a skill that you wanna to get to a certain level in. It doesn't have to be mastery, right? You just need to pick a skill that you wanna learn. Now, it can be audio production, though that's pretty saturated these days, video editing, or my favorite, 
social media copywriting on LinkedIn. Copywriting is basically the act of writing on behalf of other people. A lot of people will use the term copywriting when they're talking about advertisements. So if you see an advertisement on TV or in a magazine, all of the text is technically copywriting. Now there are complete jobs that you can get just writing for people. So you got to look at what's my knack, what's my niche, what's the thing that I can do naturally that other people are typically worse at than me. If it's getting on camera, then it may be something on camera. If you write a journal and you love writing, then it may be writing. If you love messing around with music, then it may be audio production or recording. But you need to find something that you naturally gravitate towards anyway, because it's going to make it that much easier to start. And it's going to really dumb down that learning curve and allow it to be almost as seamless as it possibly can in terms of learning that new skill as fast as possible. Now, I did an entire podcast and video on how to get started. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, I'll put that right above. If you're listening on the audio version, I'll make sure to throw that in the show notes. It's my guide to getting started on your side hustle. I don't have the time in this video to dive into the steps, but I would suggest watching that one if you want to take it to the next level right after you watch this. What I can tell you today are the biggest mistakes that I've made and seen others make. I truly believe that it's way better to take the advice of something that didn't work than to try a hundred things that somebody told you that did work. That's why I'm not telling you to get on LinkedIn like I did. That's why I'm not telling you to edit audio like I did. That's why I'm not giving you a one size fits all solution trying to tell you that it's going to work because you can do all this and it might not work. The reality is you need to learn from others mistakes as fast as possible. And what that's going to do, it's going to help you avoid the traps that may take weeks, months or years to overcome and solve. You don't want to create more problems for yourself. You want to create a streamlined approach and solutions only oriented mindset. And what that's going to do is going to basically allow you to make decisions, faster decisions about the things you're already doing. You need to stay focused. You need to stay in your lane on this one, right? And that also comes down to the expectations that you set for yourself. To do this, you need to set a predictable amount of time that you're going to pursue this thing. It could be 10 minutes per day. If it's audio production, maybe you just edit one song per day. You learn how compression works one week. You learn how EQ works the next. Maybe it's social media copywriting. You learn how to write hooks. Then you learn how to write the body. You spend 15 minutes per day just writing. And what you can also do is find a mentor in all of these things. That's going to be a completely separate video on how to find one. But anyway, what you need to do is you need to focus and you to set a predictable amount of time that you're going to do this for. Like I said, 10 minutes per day, half hour per day, one hour at night, whatever it is, you just need to stick to it. Four days per week is the minimum. Seven days per week or twice a day is the max. The more you do it, the easier it's going to get. The more you do it, the faster you're going to get there. But you need to set a predictable amount of time. For me, I sat and made one LinkedIn post per day for three years. Now I get one million impressions a year on the platform and I have an entire business out of it. But if I would have stopped at 40 posts in or 60 posts in or 90 posts in, now I'm at almost 2,000 posts. Imagine if I would have stopped 100 posts in, I never would be here today. So that's why you need to set a predictable time interval and also make a minimum commitment to what you're going to do and stick to it for 6, 12, or 18 months. That's the bare minimum to get started on anything that you want to pursue yourself that you may want to turn into a job one day. When it comes down to expectations, 
I truly believe that you should either envision the worst case scenario or envision a extremely unlikely scenario according to anybody else's standards. Russ has said this a lot. He has a book called It's All in Your Head where he goes through the expectations, breaking through those barriers, basically pursuing things and achieving things that nobody ever thought he would do. When it comes to expectations, I'm probably not as extreme as him, but what I will say is, what's the point of setting an expectation if it's not way higher than you even expect to go? Because at the end of the day, our entire lives, people have been setting expectations for us. They've been telling us what grade we're going into next, what school we're going to, what job we're going to get. So if you're going to set this expectation, you might as well shoot for the motherfucking stars. The third step in this process is ignoring anything that's not going to help you and leaning into anything that will help you. People will ask you to do things that you don't necessarily do. Hey, I know you edit audio, but can you edit some video? If you've never edited a video before, just take the job. Go for it. Tell them you'll give them their money back if it doesn't work out. But what you need to do is make sure you're saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. I'm not saying destroy your social life and don't go out and don't have fun. That's not what I'm saying. But stick to that minimum time interval that we predicted a couple steps ago. Make sure you're doing those things every day and also ignore everything else. If a new ebook comes out or a course or a guy on Instagram is telling you you're going to make $200 a day from your phone, that's a fucking scam. Ignore that. Do the thing that you set out to do, no matter how boring it is or no matter how long it takes, because that's what's going to get you to the next level. The price you pay for being average is the debt you pay to society calculated by the difference between where you are now and where you could be. Run that back one more time. What this means is that you do not only have an obligation to yourself to pursue the things that you want to pursue, no matter how crazy they may sound. You also have a debt to society that you're constantly paying because you're not doing those things, right? Basically, the crux of this statement is that if you are not doing the things that you truly want to try and actually pursue and succeed in, then that means somebody else is not filling that gap, right? And this is not one of those woo-woo motivational bullshit things where it's you're, you're you and nobody else is like you. No, there's thousands of other people that are like you. But in terms of what you're going to be able to do for that specific industry or that specific niche or that specific skill that you go into, nobody will be able to do it the exact same way. It may be tying hip hop to podcasts like we've done, right? And combining those elements between health, hustle, and hip hop. Some people might love podcasts. Some people might love hip hop. Some people might love health, but nobody else is tying those all together, right? So the things that you like and are interested in and naturally gravitate towards will become the thing that differentiates you later, right? So you, not, not, you do not only have a requirement to do this for yourself, and your family and everybody that comes after you, but you also are paying this constant debt to society for the help that you're not giving it just because you're not pursuing the thing that you want to pursue. So to wrap up this podcast episode, there's a few things that I wanna know. First of all, lean in to what you are naturally gravitating towards. If you love cars, then maybe you might wanna start detailing cars or fixing cars on the side, or you get what I'm saying here. Just do the thing, try it out. If you love movies, maybe you want to start a podcast on movies. Who cares if it gets 10 downloads? At least you can say you tried it and you did it. Make sure it's something that you enjoy so then you can have fun doing it. And also, finally, 
too many mentors is worse than not enough mentors. If you don't know what to do, asking 10 to 20 people is not gonna get you to where you wanna go. What you need to do is double down on what's already working. Did you promote your podcast on social media and now it has 10 more downloads than before? Well, then how do we promote it on social media more? We don't look at what's another thing I can add. We look at what's already working and then double down on that. So make sure you lean in, have fun, pick only a few mentors, and I'll make sure I get to the mentors in another video. Thank you so much for tuning in to this audio and video podcast episode. This is Bobcast. My name is Ryan Sullivan, the founder of Podcast Principles. We are a podcast production and launch company. We're the wedding planners of podcasting. So if you'd like to start your podcast or do something like this, like a video series or audio series on YouTube or Spotify, we can help you do that. Make sure to click the link below if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes on the audio. We are on every single platform, even the ones nobody uses and I'll catch you on the next one.